Jerry Jones joins us every Tuesday at this time here on Sean and RJ, brought to you by Ford. Ford built for Texas, built for you on Cowboys Cut Down Day. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? Hey, guys. Sean, RJ, good to be on with you. And uh, uh, great, really, to be this close to our opening, opening game. And, and uh, boy, what an opponent to open with. Yes, sir. Jerry, the uh, news coming out that you guys have uh, released Ben DiNucci and Garrett Gilbert. Uh, what led to the decisions to keep Cooper Rush over those guys? Well, I think his consistency, uh, we've, of course, had him for now going on, I think, three years, just be the third season. And uh, uh, I, just, I just think that he's uh, uh, shown that uh, he uh, can uh, run the complete offense and uh, credit to him he had some tough competition uh those guys uh, didn't cut him any slack uh he's had a lot of reps all of our quarterbacks have because of the absence of Dak uh, all of those things make us feel real comfortable here Jerry how much do you guys judge I know you judge everything but we were curious how much do you judge practice reps versus you know, the limited game reps you see these guys play at quarterback. How, how do you weigh those two together? Well, uh, if you're specifically looking at the uh, competitive, uh, uh, the, the premier competitive times, uh, then I would say the game reps uh, uh, do uh, influence you more. Uh, however, uh, without using a cliche, it's the entire look-see. It's uh, what you're talking about is uh, uh, his uh, uh, command of uh, what he needs to do in a classroom, what he needs to take to the practice field, and then how he executes that on the practice field and, of course, an opportunity within a game. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know how to give percentages to it. It all gets... Uh, uh, ultimately to where it's a simple uh, uh, choice. Uh, but uh, I think the big thing is you got to feel good. you got to feel like the team feels good when he's in that huddle. And so all of that is alive and well with Cooper. Uh, Jerry, I know right now it looks like Cooper's the number two, but do you expect to take a look at who is available today after cuts are made and maybe bring in another quarterback uh, that's outside the organization right now? I don't. Uh, uh, I think that you've got to assume that with his uh, knowledge of what we're doing offensively, what we're doing with the existing personnel that we're going to be opening with, uh, you've got to assume you got a pretty high bar here in terms of, uh, of uh, what's the most effective way to play if you didn't have Dak now. And all of that said, it's a high bar when you've got the background in it that Cooper's got. Uh, so uh, uh, we'll see how that goes. Obviously, this waiver wire comments about the, who's waived, your interest, uh, where you're going to be, those are highly competitive things. And uh, for obvious reasons, we won't be uh, commenting a lot on it. Jerry, just in terms of not players' names but positions, did you have a, a really tough decision or multiple tough decisions when it came down to uh, cutting down some of the position groups? Where, where were those spots? Well, those uh, uh, positions are, are uh, uh, good deal is we had good numbers, uh, especially on our defensive front. And frankly, we had some, we had some linebacker 
uh, uh, pluses here because of our depth at linebacker. And so uh, those were uh, those were the challenges, frankly, because uh, of our numbers there. Jerry, speaking of the linebackers, uh, who do you guys have at the top of the depth chart right now? Well, uh, I'd say that uh, uh, your starters there, uh, and uh, uh, that has different man- uh, uh, different ways to view it. But your starters are are uh, certainly uh, uh, Neil Parsons, Vandrash, Smith. Uh, those are the guys that uh, have given us our best look and and anticipating what we're going to be doing defensively. Jerry. Uh, let- Let's go back to the D-line real quick. You said you had good numbers there, but when we're trying to evaluate maybe you know a, a, a part of the team that could use an addition or the most help, we, we, we take it to defensive tackle. Uh, how do you feel about defensive tackle, and, and do you view that right now as maybe the part of your team where if you're going to make an addition or add some strength, that would be the first place to do it? No, it wouldn't be, and... Uh... Uh, frankly, uh, not defensive about it, just use the term on defense. But uh, having uh, said that, we really like the way that our young guys have stepped up. We've got a lot of help on the way. We've got guys that will be available to us as we uh, uh, get on into the season. So, uh, frankly, I think uh, those interior guys on the defensive front are a strength for us. Jerry Jones right here on Sean and RJ on the Romeo's Pizza Hotline on DFW Sports Station. Uh, You said last week that Dak got uncorked. We saw some videos of him letting that thing loose. How has uh, Mr. Prescott been looking as of late in practice? Well, I think very encouraging uh, from my viewpoint. Uh, He's uh, uh, moving good. He's uh, uh, really uh, got that zip on the ball. Uh, we uh, uh, know that he's been throwing with his key receivers uh, for a few days uh, out there, the last few practices. And so, uh, uh, frankly, uh, as far as him uh, being able to execute and execute the throws and uh, move around the way he should against Tampa, uh, I don't have any concern at all about that. And I know he's... uh, mentally ready to go that's his that's truly one of his real attributes is his ability to take the study take the game plan and execute it in the game so full go no limitations in terms of workload or playbook limitations full go none what no uh none whatsoever was there a point in this in uh you know post arm injury where you were ever truly concerned well, I uh, haven't seen uh, uh, a, a instance where the decision-making process uh, had a certain ambiguity to it that was rare, and that is, uh, you know, uh, every day that uh, you might not use his arm or, or let him rest, every day that he does that, uh, would that make him better in December? Would that make him better in uh, the end of the year? Uh, the more rest uh, that you could uh, give that particular area, the, the better off you were. Uh, on the other hand, you didn't want to have atrophy. You didn't want to have any depreciation of, of what he has there of uh, having thrown uh, all during the off season. So, um, you know, that, that was a, 
kind of a catch-22, but we worked through it good, and we let the the player, let his physical uh, response dictate the decision. And uh, uh, so I think we're in good shape. I think we can go full go now and not worry about uh, having, if we'd waited another week or two, we'd have been better off in December. In your time as as Cowboys owner, have you had to learn more about medicine, huh. law, or, or math? Well, I think uh, you certainly learn to rely on your experts, which uh, uh, would be madness if you didn't in those areas you just mentioned. Uh, but I think it's a, it's a, uh, uh, it's just really, it's like uh, most things, most everyday life. Uh, those disciplines, law, medical, uh, if you will, uh, some of the other areas of, of business, uh, you have to depend on people that uh, make a living doing that, that have uh, established themselves as highly credible in those areas, and you have to use them. Now, what you have to decide is uh, how much of that uh, you weigh against the other. There's always a compromise, always. Uh, uh, everything costs you. Uh, if you want a little more of this, you take a little more risk over here. Uh, that's where my decision-making comes in. Jerry Jones on 105.3 The Fan. Last thing on cut-down day, Jerry. H- how tough are these conversations uh, with you and these players? Can you recall one that, that, that was really difficult for you? And has anyone ever been able to talk you out of the release, talk you into a second or a fourth or a fifth chance when you have these tough discussions today? No, that's not the nature of uh, the visit. Uh, I don't visit with all players, and uh, uh, but uh, eventually I see uh, uh, it's, it's very rare when I uh, have not had a, uh, uh, a contact uh, after a player has left the Cowboys. Very rare, and uh, usually that what goes around comes around there. And so, uh, uh, what I will tell you, it's uh, uh, not fun. It's it's uh, a tough time. And uh, the key thing is that the nature of our game. If you, if you're a, a player that usually has gotten to that point, uh, you'll have other opportunities. You could have other opportunities with the Cowboys. And so you got to really keep that in mind. And that's not a false keep hope alive. That's a fact. These guys uh, uh, have a real good chance when they're cut here. Uh, it's very common to see them back in the league playing and sometimes at a high level for a long time. Jerry Jones, joining us here at 105 through the fan. I know you guys have opened your doors to the Saints, uh, displaced by the uh, the hurricane uh, there's been some talk about maybe having to move their game here uh, that they play next week against uh, Green Bay. Uh, is it, what is the likelihood of that actually happening? Well, it's certainly uh, possible. Uh, uh, we're having uh, discussions. Uh, there are a lot of moving parts, uh, but uh, we certainly have such a kinship uh, with the Saints because of our proximity to uh, Louisiana and our fan base that really extends uh, – uh, to some degree, sometimes over into uh, certainly northern Louisiana. So it's a natural for us. Uh, I've spent a lot of times uh, in my life in Louisiana, and I do have done a lot of my professional business in Louisiana, and uh, so have a lot of uh, friends there and uh, uh, really proud of the 
really affinity that Louisiana has for the Cowboys. So this works. Jerry, we wanted to finish up with a documentary uh, that your DallasCowboys.com team put together on the War Room and the history of some of the draft decisions. We know about the Spears, where one. We, we've heard about Manziel. Can, can you recall uh, just another classic War Room draft story uh, that sticks out in your mind? Well, there's so many, uh, uh, so many, and, of course, we've uh, – had some real drama because uh, uh, for whatever the reason, sometimes those, well, I know what the reason is because you don't know really a lot of times what you're looking at until the team right before you has made their decision. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and so a lot of times you could be working on a trade that they're waiting to see what that decision was. So it can get down within a few short, really a few minutes, just a very few minutes. And, uh, uh, but uh, frankly, some of the most, uh, if you will, uh, productive things that we've done have been in that short time frame. And uh, uh, it's uh, it uh, really the oil and gas business really prepared me in a lot of ways for trading, tra- uh, trading under pressure, uh, all of those kinds of things. Uh, I got to buy the Cowboys because that's what I did was trade and trade under pressure. Uh, when if you miscued, your ass was on the line. Uh, that's how I got to be a part of the Cowboys. And so uh, I've used the analogy of uh, one hand, uh, your left hand, you're on the phone uh, getting information that your well had just gone dry. You miscued. And then you uh, hang that one up and you go resume the call you're, with your right hand where you're trying to get somebody to join in a new one. And your voice can't break in between. Now, that's the same thing that really carries over to a draft room sometimes. How often does it happen that your gut pick you allow to be overruled, like the Manziel or not trading for Paxton Lynch because, you know, the misperception of you, misconception outside of the Metroplex. Well, Jerry just makes the call, and Stephen and Will McClay let us know, no, that's not the case. How how often has that, that gut pick uh, been overruled in, in that in that war room. Well, uh, you still have to make the call because uh, that is my responsibility. Yeah. Uh, what you're really saying is not overruled. Is really what you're saying is is when had their input influenced you uh, uh, differently as they make their points? Yeah. And uh, that happens all the time. Uh, but at the end of the day. Only God knows. And so you know they've done a lot of homework, uh, but they and others don't know for sure. It's a very subjective thing. And so you get that input, you weigh it. Uh, If you keep getting that input, you keep weighing it, and uh, you uh, uh, sort it it out. Uh, That's, uh, you know, that's the process. But uh, ultimately... uh, 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 the, the one that bears the ultimate responsibility is the one who makes a call. Uh, sometimes you make the call by acquiescing. Mm. It's just not saying no. Yeah. And like, But it's still your call. It's just like if you were going out and uh, uh, making a house purchase or making a car purchase, uh, at the end of the day, if you're the one who's going to be making the payment, if you're the one that goes to the bank gets the money, that's where the call is. <laughs> Jerry Jones, uh, join us here, 105 through the fan. Uh, the 
the league recently struck some deals with various casinos, uh, sports books, and 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 Tony Dungy, former coach, Hall of Famer, spoke out uh, against this, and you know, saying that we shouldn't be promoting uh, gambling. How do you guys in the, in the league and the owners weigh making money versus? I don't want to say a moral obligation, but you know, protecting people from themselves, if you will. Well, I respect Tony Dungy tremendously, and uh, uh, he's uh, uh, as uh, principled and as uh, genuine as you uh, as it gets. Uh, to me, uh, that's not uh, the issue here. Uh, the facts are that uh, sports in general, uh, that wagering and uh, having um, uh, uh, a measure of interest in what goes on with the outcome, uh, that's been going on in sports as long as I've been around. And uh, so um, uh, that's nothing new. Uh, what he's concerned about, and I am too, and anybody else is, is do you let that impact the outcome of a game or a decision by a player. I'm I'm completely confident that uh, we have in place and will continue to have in place ways that do not let uh, uh, a uh, player be influenced on the field uh, by anything that's got anything to do with gaming. But uh, financial influence in pro sports is uh, – a part of it, the difference in amateur and pro sports, one of the most glaring differences is, one, a lot of money's involved in playing pro sports, uh, not so much in amateur sports, or the decision-making isn't as involved there uh, with money. So uh, I think that uh, my answer would be uh, we've had the influence of, of gaming in a very positive way. It's made the game... Uh, uh, as interesting as it has, not it singularly, but the interest and the participation of it has created a huge, uh, uh, a lot more viewership. Uh, and we all know that only 7% of NFL fans have ever been inside an NFL stadium. Seven. Mm. It's watched uh, the game is a, uh, principally a television game. You've got to have the pageantry of the stadium and a full stadium. It can't be a studio. But it's really television. And one of the things that has created a lot of excitement in television is wagering. That's just a fact. Now, to legalize it is probably a smart thing to do. Jerry, thank you so much as always. We'll be watching you on Hard Knocks tonight, and we'll preview the Buccaneers next Tuesday. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Jerry Jones brought to you by Ford, built for Texas, built for you.